Over the last year, we've looked at what is church, what is a Christian, and today we're going to start a series looking at what is a disciple. I was 15 um, when I made the decision to become a disciple of Jesus. Now, what impact did that have? Well, Andy became a Christian, my dad became a Christian. Um, the implications of that decision were huge. And if I had a chance today to meet my 15-year-old self, I'd say thank you for making that decision because it has shaped my life. I wouldn't be who I were, who I am now and doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't, as a 15-year-old, said yes to Jesus. So here's a question for us all. What or who are we being discipled by? Because we're all being discipled by things that we follow, try to emulate in our lives. What we're watching closely and trying to copy is going to impact us. So we can be discipled by TV, by our friends, by our family, by work, by Facebook, by celebrities, by politicians, by fashion. The list is endless. But as Christians, we should be being discipled by Jesus and being disciples of Jesus. Now, to a Jewish person, being a disciple of a rabbi meant that not only did they study their teaching, but they emulated their way of life. They followed them everywhere. They saw how they did life 24-7. They lived transparently and openly in community with the rabbi and other disciples. We're called disciples of the rabbi Jesus. We are to totally surrender to him and his way of seeing things and doing things. There's a passage in Matthew 16 verses 24 to 28 that says this. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. When Jesus said, if you want to follow me, that basically means if you want to be my disciple. What does it mean for us to take up our cross? Jesus laid his life down for us on the cross. He died for us on the cross. And basically he's saying that we need to be willing to die to ourselves and to follow him. They're radical words, but it's what Jesus said. So those early disciples would have understood the implications of being called to follow Jesus. They knew what they were being asked to give up. It wasn't just a ticket to heaven. It was a radical lifestyle change. So here's another question for us. What would our response be to Jesus if he came up to us right now and asked us to follow him, knowing what that would cost us? So to help us answer that searching question, it's a really good question. Let me ask us another. 
why did those first disciples need to give up everything and what are the implications of this for me as a disciple of Jesus? Although we can learn much from those first disciples, I would suggest that it can be um, unhelpful for certain reasons. You know, we, we picture Jesus calling us to follow him and then we see ourselves leaving our jobs, our families, our friends, everything. You know, can I really do that, we ask ourselves. Is this, you know, uh, really what Jesus is asking of me? And it's probably a better place for us to start by looking at the principle rather than the practicalities. Now, the principle is that the, when we become a Christian, it's not just about receiving Jesus as Saviour. It's also about making him Lord. Up to that point, we have um, lived um, independently from God. Now, we are handing him the reins of our life. We do this not reluctantly, but out of gratitude. Christ has given us the fullness of his life, and the best we can do is to give him the fullness of ours. The principle is this we now belong to Jesus as we bring everything of ourselves under his lordship our time our money our careers our hobbies our families our interests our ambitions so begins the process of allowing Jesus to speak into them that's the practicalities now some things we may need to let go of because they have a hold on us or are not good for us we can't receive what Jesus wants to give us if our hands are metaphorically gripping onto something else. Now, now some of you um, may know that my background is that of a cartoonist and a children's illustrator. And soon after becoming a Christian, around the age of 30, I sensed that God was asking me to leave London where I had um, my studio. And it was where I had started my career. And it was where... Um, the, my abilities have grown and developed. I love being in the cut and thrust of the creative world, being easily accessible to the ad agencies, publishers, designers and media groups I worked with. But God, um, when I became a Christian, had also given me a heart to use my abilities to bring alive the Bible and the things of God's children up. Until then, my motivation, my motivations had been very shallow. They had been uh, the twin um, goals of fame and of money the creative buzz and the drivers behind the creative world uh, in London had a hold on me and moving my work base out of London was necessary for God's plans and purposes for my life to be outworked I didn't see that at the time and it definitely wasn't an easy period of my life the process of letting go of those things that held me as I let God establish new foundations in my life on which he would build something new. So as I let go of things um, that held onto me or that I was actually holding onto that were, that were independent of God, I was able to follow Jesus into a new season uh, that I'd never imagined was possible. So as I sought to be faithful to God, he was very faithful to me. He was faithful to me because he's a faithful God and we know that. And uh, really cut into the chase today, really. And this is really bigging God up and to really just establish what I've been talking about already. The, I've, I've written and illustrated over 50 books which bring alive the Bible and the things of God's children, including the God Files, God Files NIV Children's Bible. Now, I don't believe any of this would have happened had I not let go and, if you will, let God 
So that's the principle and that's the practicalities. Another expression we use for a disciple of Jesus is that of a follower and to follow requires movement. Jesus can be our saviour without um, without movement but for Jesus to be our Lord we cannot be dormant. At the beginning of 2022 we shared how we believed it was a year in which God was calling us to be streamlined and sanctified s-a-s discarding the things of this life which held us back as christians and allowing god to conform us more into his likeness and for the purpose and all of that was for the purpose of going higher further and deeper into the plans and purposes that god had for us and we shared a picture of a space rocket and we know that um in that process of a, of a rocket leaving the Earth's orbit, it has to jettison everything that's no longer needed so that it can go up into the stratosphere and into um, a new orbit. Our discipleship journey is made up of day-by-day decisions to follow Jesus. And there are moments when we make significant steps forward. There are moments when we have to shed stuff when we have to let stuff go that would hold us almost to that pull of earth and we need to allow God to grace us in letting those things go. And I, and I believe that, that this is a season for many of us to be letting go of things. Becoming a disciple of Jesus isn't childish, but it means that we need childlike faith we need to be able to trust God completely when I gave my life to Jesus at the age of 15 I didn't know what my life would look like but moment by moment the Lord has led me and guided me and yes there have been moments when I've had to let things go significant things go but as I look back over The period of life that I've lived since then, it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And the ongoing journey with Jesus is the most exciting one um, possible. So take a moment today and just ask yourself that question. If Jesus was to come into the room and say to you, will you follow me? What would your response be? And ask him, what is it that he needs you to let go of? so that you are fully able to follow him completely. God bless you.